0: Welcome to t Football Radio, this is Juliano Clary, and I'm along with Nick Cottis today to go over... Oh boy, it's, round. it's
1: been a long time since I've been here, I've been dying to get on, boys. <laughs> Even though Christian's not here, he'll hear us.
0: It's okay, it's okay. His picks didn't go so smooth as we were talking about, so <laughs> we'll He's get some of He's trying to catch him insight, in at Nick. the lottery right now. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll begin right with round one, we'll jump right in, we... Our last podcast was mainly an Italy podcast and a bit of a a prediction uh, scenario. So now we're going to jump right into the round one games. Nick, what did you think about round one? Any exciting games that stood out to you? Any highlights?
1: Uh, I was surprised at uh, Wales. I think Switzerland uh, usually, uh, I thought that was going to be a decent victory for the Swiss. Uh, Swiss usually perform in the group stage enough to scrape out. Um, But I was really surprised there at uh, how the Wales performed, able to claim a point. And as you see with uh, the Italy game that we talked about, uh, that we'll talk about later on, uh, doesn't put the Swiss in a good position right now.
0: Yeah, especially after the Italy victory. Today, yeah, Swiss are going to be in a bit of trouble, but... Worse off is Turkey, which we'll get into. So we'll get yeah, Wales, Switzerland. Yeah, yeah Wales, Switzerland playing out to a one-one draw. Gravanovic, uh disallowed goal through VAR at the end, at the very end. So Switzerland probably feeling, uh, you know, a, bit a little hard done by. But yeah, a little hard done by, and uh, you know, so ended up being a draw. Next game, yeah. Group B: Denmark, Finland. Obviously, the news uh broke out. Christian Erickson had a heart attack, cardiac arrest on the field uh he has recovered. He is doing much better now and finland so that's good to
1: see that's good to see Finland coming up with one uh, nothing though uh good for the Finnish players for not heavily celebrating show's class. You yes. still get the job done. Uh, it'll be bittersweet for, uh, I guess, the Finns because, you know, a win is a win, but nobody wants to win on these kinds of circumstances. You know, everybody wants yeah. the the best, uh, the best of the best and everything to go well. Um, but it is what it is. So good for the finish. Uh, we uh, we hope Erickson comes out uh, on top. Hopefully that's... Uh, Whatever the heart attack it is, it's just minor, and you can get back uh, onto the training pitch. I, d- I doubt we'll see him for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, uh, I hope uh, the Danes can kind of pull it all together uh, as best as they can for what it's worth and uh, play for him because uh, this Danish team is more than just Ericsson, so
0: Definitely is. It's a great team. Uh, it was a tough tough fixture for them to come back after an hour and a half break after ericsson did uh, collapse on the field very tough uh and it is going to be a long shot now for them with belgium coming up in the next match russia in the final match for them but denmark do have everything to play for maybe they use that as fuel to uh get into the next round but Finland yeah. making a historic victory one no yeah the other game in that group belgium russia an easy uh, three-zero-one. What, what do you think of Belgium? What do you think of Belgium?
1: This this is the time to make a final appearance. I think uh, we talked about uh, you know, I think two thousand and four, two thousand and sixteen. We talked about a golden generation of uh, Belgium players. I think this is uh, this is pretty much the uh, the peak of it. I think if they don't do anything uh, this uh, this tournament, uh, you're gonna have a lot of players getting older. Uh, probably won't be along mm-hmm. for uh, very much uh, this is it for Belgium I think uh, I think they're uh, I think they final or bust
0: fair enough yeah so beautiful three0 victory for Belgium next match was Austria against Euro uh, first timers North Macedonia yeah you
1: know, good for uh, good for Pandev. I'm happy you know he, he even t- he got a first goal at his age uh, first goal for a competition for North Macedonia. But then after that, it was just, uh, it was just uh, you know, a goal in a space of 10 minutes, I guess, uh, for uh, Austria. Uh, I guess Austria kind of took advantage of the newcomers, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I think uh, North Macedonia will uh, continue to score. They do have the firepower for it in Goran Pandev and other players that all pretty much, uh, a lot of them, you know, do their trade in Syria so it's nice to see Um, but I think this is it for them I think you know your next two games against uh, Netherlands and Ukraine I mean we'll get into that but uh, I think uh, this was the game to kind of score a point or even an upset but uh, I think this is it for them Uh, I think the other two uh, teams are just uh, too much for them
0: yeah, I agree. The The tactics I want to bring for Austria was very strange. They started arguably their best player, most world-class player, David Alaba. They started him in the center-back position, yeah, right down the middle. Yeah, it's a little strange, uh,
1: but... Um,
0: and, th- and that's when they were struggling. Yeah. Uh, Marco Foda then made an adjustment, moved him to the left mid-position, kind of midfield position, left-center-back position. He was kind of everywhere towards the second half. And... Uh, Alaba making a big difference, getting involved in the goals, uh, and it essentially won them the game against North well, Macedonia. He, he did everything. He a lot of ground
1: so. doing what he's supposed to do. He did. Uh, it was a strange tactic to put him in the center of defense. Uh, it's not really his, his thing. I can see why, but uh, I, think, uh, I yeah. think the the change after that just made it a lot better.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the idea was for him to come out and dribble from the back, but obviously it wasn't working, and then Marco Foto made the adjustments. But all the adjustments he made, the subs he made, Arnautovic coming on, scoring a huge goal, going into a, a crazy celebration, I think he's calling...
1: one game suspended for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, some racial slurs uh, to the North Macedonian players, so we'll see what happens there. But big win for Austria, 3-1. I think their first think one ever first in the win, Euros in a, in a long time anyway. I think uh, the game between...
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're still in it, the Austrians. I think they're still in it. Yes,
0: they are. They definitely I think still, still have a They're still in for that third yeah, place, definitely still uh, a world to play. even
1: second. You never know. But still in, still in good yes. position.
0: Next match, Netherlands Ukraine 3-2 to the Dutch in the Amsterdam Arena. What do we think about the Dutch? What do we think about the Ukraine? I think
1: Ukraine is uh very good. I think it could have uh could have gone both ways. I think if uh I think if uh, Ukraine scored first or um, even made it 1-1 it would have been different. Uh, Ukraine showing a fight to the end, which is good to see, you know, really good, uh, really good performance. They have, they have the firepower, uh, but, uh, you know, shortly after they tied the game, the Dutch, uh, uh, came back with a goal. I think they're really missing Van Dyke there. Not to say he's the end all be all, but, uh, he's a good rock back there. Kind of organizes the back, tall presence. My only concern here for the Dutch is, yes, they can score, but uh, they're also very leaky at the back too. So if you play a team that uh, scores and kind of solidifies the defense and mid kind of plays that uh, parking the bus there, especially if uh, they score, uh, you know, earlier before half, I think uh, the Dutch are going to have a lot of problems. But uh, I uh, see the Dutch coming out of this group. But I also see Ukraine solidifying second place. I think Ukraine is uh, better than we think they are.
0: The Dutch, what do do we think? Uh, Shevchenko doing a pretty solid job with this Ukrainian team. What do we think about Frank DeBoer getting a bad rap at 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 Atlanta United, at uh, Inter, at Crystal Palace? He's flopped everywhere he's been. Uh, Was up 3-0 against Ukraine and then made some subs immediately conceded two goals uh, he must have been I think it's it's <laughs> thinking the worst it's was coming
1: showing, it's uh, it's showing the experience it's showing the uh lack of um experience on the game uh hopefully he learns from this and uh you know when you go up mm-hmm. to nothing you kind of want to I don't want to say park the bus or call it the game but uh you want to make it as difficult for the other team to come back I think uh I think Shevchenko saw that and capitalized on those substitutions, made them pay good. I think uh this game easily could have been 2-2 uh for the uh for the end of the game, but uh you know, it's uh Dutch, yeah. It's uh, it's it's the Dutch are making it very hard up for themselves, harder than it's necessary. And I think that yeah. uh, if they don't the- solve those problems now, um knockout stages won't be pretty.
0: And they left it to the very last second to win. So Dutch 1-3-2. Let's move on to the next group, Group D. It opened up with the 2018 semifinal, England-Croatia. Fortunes were different this time for England. A 1-0 victory. Came out very strong, high press, fast pace. Uh, created a lot of chances. Phil Foden hit in the post, coming in from the right on his left foot, hitting the post. Uh, England looked yeah, good. They look, winning in their first really ever home opener. very
1: good. Is it time? Is it finally coming home, Jules?
0: Uh we'll see. There's a There's lot, lot of teams. A lot of games to play. You know,
1: eventually you gotta break your duck, right? I mean it's it's a, it's a it's a, it's a yeah. young, exciting team. Um I was reading some of the uh pundits and uh newspapers in England. Uh a lot of guys didn't like uh the formation and the starting lineup uh Southgate put out, but uh you know, it's uh you just gotta watch the game and see how they performed. I think they did well. Um Croatia, for the other hand, I think that uh, it's an aging squad. You know what I mean? It's an aging squad. I don't think they have uh, – I think they got to wait a few years, maybe go into a re- – not nah, a bit of a rebuild, but kind of get the youth players in there.
0: I, I agree. Vida in the center back, you have Modric, Brozovic, Kovacic. That bitch up top, they don't have a true striker. I agree. The pace is definitely missing is, from this Croatian yeah, the pace, squad. It's not, the, it's the not what is it gone. used to be.
1: I that, you know, I, I, I saw you know yeah. I saw a slower Croatian side than what I'm used to seeing.
0: And that and the English youth the English youth and energy completely completely beat them. Yeah,
1: I, I think I think England's got a good thing going. I think uh, their their young guys are going uh, good. Calvin Phillips, I believe, got player of the match that game. Um Raheem Sterling. Yes, they were
0: calling him the Yorkshire Yorkshire Pirlo,
1: Pirlo eh? Uh. <laughs>
0: That's what they were calling him. The Italian yeah, media. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I,
1: I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the the game, the kind of game that they're playing. Um, and uh, you know, it can only get better from here. I think they'll top. Uh, I think they'll top that group, no problem.
0: Yeah, they playing so good. Benucci actually came out uh, prior to the Group F matches. He said or he was asked who who, which team he was most impressed by and he said England so I think as we saw today the English game actually influenced the way the Italians played today once again we'll get into that but England very good opener game they beat uh, Croatia 1-0 next game in that group was Scotland Czech Republic 2-0 to the Czechs I think right off the bat Scotland played an excellent match I think the difference was Patrick Schick scoring probably the goal of the tournament. if Scotland had a Patrick Schick in their team, I think Scotland wins this game. I think that's the difference. Uh, like I said, Scotland played X in the midfield, X in the defense. Just the quality of the Schick, the two finishes, the header and the and the, and the shot from half, half yeah. was just unbelievable. And also the shot from half. I
1: mean, when you get a shot from half like that, pretty much demoralizes Scotland, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, I think uh, the next game... Which eventually will go down the line. Scotland versus England is always a nice one. Um, you know, the Scottish want to prove their point to the English. Um, do I think the Scottish have a chance to get uh, past this group? Uh, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, be really going to be tough, tough now. You know? Czech was their Czech game. Czech was their game, especially kinda, being at home. Yeah, uh, Czech
1: was the Czech Republic was their game to kind of you know, get, get, get in there, but, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. And as, uh, as my father said, the ball is round. So, uh, anything uh, can yeah, happen anything in the next happen. game. You know, we see, we've seen stranger things in previous tournaments before. So, um, don't count them <laughs> out.
0: Yes. Group B, e, Poland, Slovakia. We got our first red card of the tournament, Krakowiak. Perennial chokers, Poland. Yeah, I mean, they have uh, arguably the, the best striker in the world, and they still can't beat Slovakia, arguably one of the weaker teams in the tournament. They lose
1: 2-1. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that Lewandowski is pretty much uh, invisible out there, eh? It's, uh,
0: invisible. Like it's, invisible you go yeah. on
1: and you get uh, all these, these goals and records and you know, uh, it's, you're not pay, you're not playing against, uh, you know, uh, Stuttgart anymore, you know, you're here, <laughs> these guys are, you know, even a Slovenia, uh, even Slovakia, it's, uh, it's a good upset, but you're playing the best of the best for that opposing team, right? So, you know, it's, uh, it's sad because, uh, on paper, Poland have a great squad, you know? And, uh, I just think that, uh, for me, I think the game between Poland and, uh, Sweden, um, Will uh, kind of dictate uh, what uh, what they could do in terms of sneaking in there, but uh, I still think yes. Poland uh, still have a shot. Um, it's all. What
0: so? What is it with this Polish squad? Why do they keep choking? I mean, their top goal scorer is Blachikowski, uh, three goals yeah. all time at the Euros. Lewandowski's at two. What is going on? Why isn't this guy you scoring? Know, I just- why isn't Poland clicking as a team? I just think
1: it's it's uh, it's a team game, you know. I think everybody, you know, when you when you have uh, Lewandowski supposed to be, you know, the great goal scorer for club and country, uh, it's a team game. So you know, everybody's looking to Lewandowski. I mean, uh, to me, it doesn't matter, you know, who gets the what one single player gets the most goals for your country in a in a tournament. I mean, uh, I'm a firm believer that if you get goals from everybody, everybody works together, a win is a win, you know? I mean, are you really going to remember yes. Lewandowski for scoring four goals in a Euro? Or you are going to remember, you know, Poland uh, going to a semifinal? You know, what's more important to you? Is it the individual or the collective team, right? So, um, don't know if there's any problems uh, in the camp there, but... Um, you know i think uh i think this team definitely has potential to uh you know uh make an impact and uh you know we'll see what the next game is whether they come back and kind of show uh, an impact um but uh yeah i think it'll be the next game will be deciding the fate of poland
0: all right so next match in that group spain sweden 0-0 complete spanish domination in regards to the possession just no bite to their game. No one good enough to get the goal. Marata choking when it matters, shooting wide, missing tons of chances. Gerard Moreno came on. I mean, yes, they missed chances, but Robin Olsen, former Roma goalie. It seems like everyone that leaves Roma steps up their game. <laughs> Isaac came in for uh, Sweden, created a big chance. Uh, Llorente hitting it, you know, clearing it off the line onto the post. So. You know, Sweden did create some chances as well. Marcus Berg missing a huge chance, for our post. So, what do we what do we think about Spain? What do we think about the Sweden match? An entertaining zero zero. Uh, what do we think? Well,
1: you know, about the, this the Spanish. Uh, it's got a young team. I think. Uh, I think this whole uh, obsession with the possession and the tiki taka only works when you have the finishers. You know, I think. I uh, mean, yeah, you can play around with the ball all you want, but in the end of the day, you got to put the ball in the back of the net and i think they're missing something like a david villa or a fernando torres or someone that's clinical you know might not uh, might not have many shots on net but uh, when you get that one shot when that one chance you're going to bury it right so um uh it's uh it's uh a very um uh is the possession the, I agree yeah. they're they're
0: toothless there's no killer instinct I mean
1: you got to have the possession all you want you know 70 30 70 whatever but uh you know in the end of the day uh you got to go forward right so uh, which they are but I don't think there's any clinching passing and I don't think Morata's the guy to take them into that uh f- goal scoring opportunity
0: the final group the group of death we Start off with hungry Portugal. Let's just say a valiant hungry performance. Portugal very fortunate. the The score line does no justice. Uh, lucky deflected cross to open up the scoring. that and then which last minute goal. Look like a blatant dive, and then Ronaldo scoring a beautiful last minute goal. Three uh, zero. Portugal are they the, are they the real deal? Yes or no? Uh, you know. <sighs> Their luck, their luck continues from twenty sixteen. Their luck continues
1: from twenty sixteen. Uh obviously um, we all know they're gonna get out of the group. Uh it's the knockout stages that's gonna be the issue here. Can he uh can Ronaldo perform? Um can the team perform? Uh I think they have uh you know, the the ability to perform. I think uh they're gonna have to have some luck to write on their side, so um, I don't think it'll be that easier against France. I think the French are going to be more uh, uh, difficult than Hungary was uh, because they have in all areas of the park, the French are a much uh, better team. Um, but I think I think the next uh, take the next game, uh, Portugal you'll see well tested from the start.
0: Perfect. So, Portugal 3-0 victors. France, Germany, maybe the biggest uh, match of round one. A lot of hype going into this game. I will say, um, although there wasn't a lot of clear-cut chances made in this game, the, the pace of this game was unreal. The passing uh, between both teams, the the way Benzema and Mbappe linked up for, I think two it was two offside yeah, goals, I- France looked like they look like killers they invited german germany onto them they they pretty much ran the first half france and then germany took over the second half but uh an own goal separating them Matomo scoring on his own net but france they look for me a level above everyone else uh, so far, you know, the most i told impressive this team.
1: back in uh, 2016 i was i was talking to some uh, maybe you're a christian and i said uh, you know 2016 the french had a very young you know entertaining team and I said, that French team is good until Qatar 22, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're just so, it's so deep and so young that all these young players are performing on uh, amazing levels and they've only had probably a five-year career, you know, Mbappe's only had a five, maybe five-year five career and, uh, you know, all these guys, Conte and Griezmann and, uh, you know, um, like I said they're they're set their golden gener- their their generation was set from 2016 up until Qatar 22 um personally I think uh they have uh, the best chance to make it to the final um but uh it's uh, it's this team is so strong in all levels of the field that uh they're they're just going to be you know if they don't uh f- if they don't dominate uh titles uh then it would probably be a, a a bit of an underachievement for them
0: Yeah, I agree with that. What are your thoughts on Germany? What is Germany missing?
1: Uh I think they're missing uh yeah, they played great, but I think they're missing something like uh like uh like a a, a classic uh a classic striker, you know, a classic uh uh up top finisher, you know. In the past they've had Klaus uh, and, and and even Golcze um, I don't think they have that uh, level of firepower uh, that uh, they did in the previous tournaments uh, back uh, in, in their in their heyday. Uh, Goalkeeping still good. I still rate the defense good, uh, despite the Matt Hummel's own goal, which could happen to anybody. Um, I just think that they're lacking that uh, that really uh, important striker. Uh, I think uh, you know Timo Werner. He's not there yet. Uh I think he just needs to go on. I think in order for Timo Werner to uh to get the du- to break the doc, he's got to score one not not just one goal, but he's got to go on a one or two, three goal thing and then he'll be okay. Uh that's 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 my main thing. he's got to get that confidence and mm. I don't think scoring one goal is going to do it. I think he's going to have to go on a on on a bit of a, a two or three goal uh streak, not not per game. But uh, over the course, you know, Um, that's what I think. I think that's what they lack the most is that that firepower that the old German mineshaft used to have.
0: So that wraps up round one. Round two began today. We opened up with a pretty decent Finland-Russia match. Finland looking to continue the magic against Russia. Russia looking for... you know, a, a rebound some points after that Belgium debacle. Uh, Russia end up getting a 1-0 victory. Beautiful goal by Alexei Merinchuk. The Atalanta player cuts in from his right to his left foot. Just loops right over Hadrekki, the goalie in Finland. Russia, big three points. Keeping this group very tight.
1: Both teams are now in pole position to advance. Uh, third place. They have a decent chance. Um We had a, you know, the Finnish were a little lucky. They had a goal ruled offside in the beginning of the game. But, uh, you know, the Russians, uh, very, uh, very well-oiled machine against this uh, Finnish team. Uh, If the the Russians lost or the Finnish got a point, uh, I would say that would probably be it for the Russians. But uh, good rebound by them. They're back in it, and uh group's wide open in that group. So,
0: Exactly. Uh. That's going to set up a big Russia-Denmark final matchday game. But uh, the second game of the day was Turkey-Wales. Turkey looking to rebound after that big 3-0 loss to Italy. Wales looking to get, you know, maybe secure, pretty much secure. With a win, they would secure uh, a place into the knockout stages. They did. Big 2-0 win. Goals from Aaron Ramsey from Juventus and
1: Conor Roberts.
0: That's Who it. Conor Roberts it set up by literally In the Bass. last
1: minute, like 95th minute.
0: Yes. Uh, wh- what do we think? Turkey, they flop again. They lose Christian's semifinalist you know, in uh, his table.
1: I really thought Turkey would uh, do a lot better in this tournament. I mean, uh, the Turkish teams are always very, uh, very good teams, very. Uh, good group of players i don't know it's uh things aren't clicking for them you know it's um it's a strange one but i'm pretty much sure they're gone now I'm pretty much sure they're out of the tournament but uh you know even with gareth bale uh missing skying one over the penalty area there for a penalty shot you would think turkey would kind of say okay we got one we got lucky let's uh let's go out I, I just don't see the same uh Grint, grit uh i usually see turk the turkish national team play with you know um so it's uh it's a little unfortunate but uh you know it's it's the game
0: i agree yeah this isn't the turkey team i think a lot of people thought they were going to see this this was a team that was scoring almost over two goals a game you know brought the games the team like Like teams like france and the dutch and uh they haven't even scored a goal this tournament. The attacking flare hasn't been there. Kalinoglu's been a ghost. Barak's been a ghost. A lot of players flop and two fan in the midfield as well. Defense has been a shambles. This whole this Turkish team, even then, Baku, we thought they would have had, you know, home advantage. The this the stadium was almost entirely Turkish fans in Baku. And they still couldn't get the job done. They're essentially out, even if they do get three points, they're most likely going to be the third team eliminated. If they do achieve that on the last day with that goal differential, they'd have to score an astronomical amount of goals. So Turkey, pretty much out. Wales, one foot in the door, I'd say, into the next round. Um, So huge win for them. A repeat, again, getting out of the group stages almost like 2016 when they lost to Portugal in the semis. So big, when I think a lot of people are underestimating Wales too. So Let's go on. The big game of the day, the Azzurri, our team. 3-0. Three nothing. Three nothing. Another 3-0 no victory. I don't When think... was the
1: last time we played? This is anti-Catenaccio.
0: <laughs> Six goals in two games Yo, eh. against the Swiss. It's Locatelli scoring two, one from distance, one where he ran on the box, uh, ran into the box, sorry, from a pass from Berardi. And then to close it off, another goal outside the 18, beautiful shot by Ciro. Yeah,
1: it's it's uh, I haven't I haven't seen this much uh, firepower from the Italians uh, in a very long time. I can't remember the last time. I mean, uh, you know, we're we're known for the one nothing's and the two to ones and one maybe two nothing. But uh, we're 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 doing well in the, the I, this attacking flavor. You know, was good. Uh, defense was good. A uh, little bit. Uh, A little bit shocked at the Swiss, you know, they usually, I thought they were going to give Italy um, a little bit of problems, which they did in a way, but nothing, nothing uh, too uh, frightening.
0: So is it the Italians are that good or are their opponents that that weak? Are the Italians making their opponents look bad? You know
1: what, I think think the Italians being labeled the dark horse, kind of kind of gave them you know nobody really gives them a chance they're kind of just there a young squad you know I think at least playing very cohesive and um, I think the fact that uh, you know there's really no pressure uh on the Italians I mean there's always pressure to do well in a tournament but not like uh, in the past you know I think uh, after uh I think after missing out on the world cup um, it's uh it's anywhere anywhere is up right now uh i'm just very i'm just very surprised the way they're doing it you know they're not uh they're not squeaking in they're not making it uh games ugly i think it's uh it's it's a very uh, it's good to see from coming from that nineteen you know the nineties two thousand defense uh defensive uh shape coming out to show hey we could score goals too right so uh
0: yeah, and you know, and it's been a long time. I was saying this with Christian when we we did, uh, I think, our podcast going into the tournament. I was worried, Verratti being out, that we don't score, not that Verratti scores goals, but our midfield in general just lacks goals. We don't get a lot of goals in the midfield. That was my biggest worry. And I felt Locatelli was a bit uh, gun-shy with his shots. He wouldn't take it when he had the opportunity. And to see him pop up with two goals, one outside the 18 and one running into the box, he's doing something really none of our midfielders do. He He's bringing something different to the table, which I'm loving. Now, so the big question is, Verratti's been out two games. When Verratti does get healthy, does Verratti an automatic shoe into the team again? Or do you just run with the, the tried and tested midfielder, Barella, Jorginho, and Locatelli?
1: You know what? It's been working so far.
0: Um... Veratti has to hit the bench. The, he's he has to bench. I don't care.
1: He's got to hit the bench. To I, he's
0: hit the bench. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind him and coming
1: on in case something happens. But uh, I mean, can you imagine? Like you know, look at uh, you just you just scored two goals. You know, you're playing the midfield, your heart out. And then you're just gonna take a seat when this guy comes in. Now, that's that's not that's that that's that's gonna cause issues in the dressing room. That's gonna demoralize a team.
0: So I was about to ask you, what are your thoughts on uh, on Giorgio? The injury it seemed to be a hamstring or a or a calf. It wasn't from a knock. He just pulled a the muscle. Well, they, they said it, said it was. is uh, man now stepping in.
1: Yeah, they said it's a fight. You know, we've been through this before. You know, I think uh, in World Cup 2006 we went in there with Nesta and Nesta goes down. Materazzi steps up. Um, I have no problem with the Cherby. I think he's okay. Um, we've we've gone through this before. Italy's defense is uh, is gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Bonucci and
0: the Cherby held his own today. Yeah,
1: he held his own, so he's gonna be okay.
0: Yeah. So, anything else you want to say about our Azuri before we leave?
1: Let uh, you know how Christian said, "Let's just enjoy the ride for Roma before it all went to hell." <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just enjoy this. It's great. You know, we're seeing we're seeing something that uh us as Zuri fans, especially the old school and even the old school old school haven't seen before and that's uh that's the kind of goal scoring that uh we love. Um let's just enjoy it and see where it takes us. Uh I think uh, I think semifinals is is good enough for me
0: beautiful and before we leave this game actually I want one thing I want your man of the match and number two I want one negative about the Azzurri this game you got to give me one negative about Uh, this team I
1: think uh Tali deserves it I think he's doing uh I think he broke his duck I think we all wanted him to be a little selfish on the ball and he did uh I think uh Chiro also was uh kind of frustrating me you know he had a lot of chances and didn't bury them I'm glad that he got one um, the most frustrating play for me right now. I mean, the Azuri are doing all well all around. Um, I think it's Signe's kind of, uh, you know, Signe's kind of bothering me a little bit. I don't think he's the clinical, uh, striker we all think he is. Um, but at the same time, I think that, uh, it's a good to have that kind of option because if he has the ball, others can get into space. He can draw defenders out. Um, I just think he holds on to the ball too much. You got to play that really quick. You know he's looking. He's always looking to cut inside on his right, and uh, it's the
0: same thing over and over and, again. And I
1: think uh, that's not gonna work. I think if they use him more of uh, as a speedy winger, uh, drawing fouls. Uh, he went over in this game asking for a penalty. That was ridiculous. I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, I'll tell you right there, that wasn't a penalty. But. Uh, you know, if if he could actually get fouled in uh in and around the box, maybe play off uh, uh to another player. Uh I think that's where we can utilize him the most. I don't think uh we're gonna get uh I don't think we should expect uh a crazy amount of goals from Insignia. I think we just have to play off him.
0: Let's now give our predictions for the rest of round two and we'll end off there. So We've already done Phil and rush, we've done Italy Switzerland. We've done Turkey well. so we'll go right into Group B. Game is tomorrow. Denmark, Belgium. What do you think's gonna happen here? Uh, Denmark on zero points, Belgium on three. Denmark need three points here to stay in. it's it's do you think they can get uh, it I don't think
1: they can get it. I think uh I think they're gonna try. uh Belgium is just too too strong right now. uh you know, firing uh, Lukaku going. Um, I just think the, uh, the Belgium is just, uh, too, too strong for that whole group in my opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the Danes are a little, uh, are a little, uh, you know, hard done by, by the injury and, uh, you know, uh, but, uh, anything can happen. I just don't think, I think, uh, this is pretty much it for the, for the Danes.
0: Same. I'm going to take Belgium in that tie. Next, we'll move to Group C. Ukraine, North Macedonia, Another two teams that are in desperate need of at least three points if they have any hopes of getting into the round of 16. Who do we think is going to win this game? Ukraine, and North Macedonia? Th- or will it be a draw?
1: I don't think it'll be a draw. I think both these teams have uh, good firepower. I think the Ukrainians have more firepower than the uh, Macedonians. Um, But, uh, you know... It- I just think that if, if the Ukraine can put up a fight against the Dutch, uh, they're going to be more offensive than they were with the Dutch on uh, the Macedonians. So I think Ukraine will bounce back from this one. Um, and I think that'll be it for the Macedonians.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think this will be the end of North Macedonia. Ukraine, I think, is too good uh, not to come out of this group. It'll be nice to see this young talented team take contr- if they will take control of the game cuz you know north macedonia isn't afraid to bring the game to their opponent so it will be interesting to see the dynamic of it um, i definitely don't see I, am a, I don't think i definitely Ukraine don't see
1: a, a nil nil uh, there'll be there will be goals in yeah. this game it's just a matter I of uh, who can
0: uh, who has the better strikers who's got the
1: right better strikers.
0: netherlands austria who are we taking here? Uh,
1: you see, uh, the Dutch. Uh, I think. Uh, I think if um, De Boer learned from his lesson, I think uh, he could uh, possibly win this game. Uh, don't count the Austrians out, because uh, a result from here uh, does uh, wonders for uh, their favor. Um, I think the coach uh, should uh, go with his gut instinct and, uh, you know, try and uh, take it to the Dutch. Um, the Dutch defense, I don't think, is as great as it should be, leaking those two fast goals from uh, uh, from the Ukrainians the last game. But I think the Dutch in this game will be their own enemy.
0: So who, what are you taking here?
1: I'm going to go... You know what, I... uh. Probably gonna yeah I'll, I'll take Austria. I wanna I wanna live dangerously, Jules. <laughs> I wanna live <laughs> dangerously. I always have that one danger, but uh, I think, All right. I, think uh, I like I think, that. I think that's gonna be my danger card.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play safe. I think the Dutch, the Dutch, I have going pretty far in the tournament. I think uh, both teams are gonna line up three five two. Austria, they're definitely gonna have to come out and win this game a little bit more. I think that's where the Dutch. We'll hit them on the counter uh, with the speed of Memphis The Depay. Jorginho Wijnaldum played phenomenal. I think he continues that. I mean, Austria, it will be interesting 100% to see how Marco Foda and this Austrian team approach this game. Um, but I will take the Dutch to edge out Austria. Let's move on to Group D. A team that desperately needs a win to stay in the tournament. Croatia, Czech Republic. What do we think? This this is a big is big, a big game, game for Croatia. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, and and the Czechs, if the Czechs if they get a draw here, they're pretty much into the round of sixteen okay. as well.
1: Uh, uh, this is really tough, but uh, you know, uh, the Czechs aren't playing Scotland. I think Croatia still have a good uh, a good squad, even though it is aging. Uh, but they just don't have the firepower they used to have. You know, I I don't think they have the, the pacey wingers and uh the front striker. But I don't see I don't see why uh Croatia can't get out of this. Um we'll see. Uh if I gotta make one prediction, I think uh the Croatia will uh will get a point here. we we'll get three points. I, agree. I
0: think Croatia's gonna I agree. I think Croatia's gonna get three points. Scotland took the game to the Czech. Like I said, I thought Scotland played better than the Czech. They were just missing that top striker. Although Croatia don't have a top striker, I think between Rebic and Kramaric, there's enough firepower to overcome the Czechs. I think the Czechs will allow Croatia some chances. So for me, same. I'm going to take Croatia. Let's go to the big derby here on the British Isles, Scotland versus England. What do we think here? A lot of, a lot of history between these two. You
1: know, rival. these games, anything could happen. You know, anything could happen. Uh, but I uh,
0: England could knock out the Scottish right here if they wanted to. They
1: could, and it would be it would be trouble on the Isles. I'll tell you that. But uh, I think um, I think this is it for Scotland. If they didn't have the firepower to go against the Czechs, they won't have the firepower against the English. Um, I think this is it for the Scottish.
0: I agree. England win. Let's go Sweden-Slovakia. Sweden with one point. Slovakia with a big three, big surprise three points. Actually, I didn't mention the Slovakia coach, the tactics he played in the game uh, against Poland. They were outstanding. He played without a, a out-and-out striker up top in his 4-4-2. His main forward actually came from the left midfield, so he was using Hamsik as, and, uh, as a decoy along with uh, what's his name up top? <laughs> Duda. Andre Duda. That's it. I can't believe I forgot his name. So Andre Duda and Hamsik. None of them are strikers. Both like to pop in with goals every once in a while, but both are more so playmakers. So Slovakia playing with pretty much a forwardless formation. Uh, so something very interesting here coming from them. What do we think possibly is going to happen? Sweden's very defensive game against Slovakia's kind of free-flowing attacking football.
1: I'd say Slovakia. I think they'll take this.
0: You know what? I am... I didn't ha- I had Slovakia finishing last in this group, but <laughs> after after seeing how good Hamsic still is, he still can still run can the guy. Run, he can still yeah. pick out a pass. He surprised me a lot. And uh Skrinar, the inter defender, played an outstanding game. I think I mean Sweden do have good pieces up top, but I just think they're another toothless team, and Slovakia are capable of getting a goal. I'm actually gonna. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll say it's a draw. I'm okay. leaning towards yeah, Slovakia, but I'm go gonna. I'm gonna call it a draw. a draw. I'll call it a draw. All so, right. but it will be an interesting game. Next match: Spain, Poland. For me, there's only one team here: Spain to win it. Yeah, what do you I think this. I think. The, I,
1: think uh, I think the Spain. I think Spain's got it. I think they're too. Uh, they're too powerful for Poland. But. Uh, yep. That's what I, I got. with Spain.
0: To the group of death: hungry France.
1: Uh, it's got France written all one over way. it it's got, it's one, it's gonna one, one way It's going to be one way traffic, traffic. <laughs> The next one should be good
0: And probably The last one's the biggest game It it could be do or die for Germany Yeah. Portugal, Germany What do we think here?
1: I don't know If Ronaldo drinks Coca-Cola before the game I think he loses <laughs> uh, This is going to be very tough uh, the, uh, the Germans are well-oiled machines They always are um, it's just a matter of, uh, some firepower there, putting balls in the back of the net. Uh, last time, uh, Portugal was frustrated by a very, uh, a very, uh, stubborn Hungary. It took them to the 80th, 80-something minute to get their first goal, and then they'd all just pour it out. Um, I just don't see Germany coughing up another loss here. So, uh, I'm, you say Germany win, but expect a tie, too.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's the way with the way they're playing, right? I'm going with the draw because the draw will be enough uh, to set Germany up for a big game against Hungary, where they'll get four points and probably get four points and probably get through. So, for me, I'm picking the draw.
1: The draw is safe, but uh, yeah, if I had to choose a winner, I'd probably go Germany. I think they're uh, they're hungry right now for a result.
0: Fair enough. So that pretty much concludes our round one wrap-up and our predictions for round two. Any last remarks before we close up this yeah, podcast? Yeah, let's,
1: uh, let's congratulate Canada for going to the final, the Octo. Uh, if anybody saw that match, <laughs> typical calf match, I don't want to talk about it, but uh, a goal is a goal, but uh, I wouldn't be celebrating uh, that goal. I'd probably... Uh, I'd probably just you know go back to half and play, but uh, Stranger Things, you think strange Things happen in the Euros? CONCACAF is a whole different federation, guys. CONCACAF is a whole different federation. So congrats to Canada, first time since '97. Uh, we'll see what happens. The big uh, the big test comes now. You're with the big boys now. So we'll see. Hopefully we get uh, if we don't get fans in the stands. Hopefully we get uh, some home games. You know. And uh, But look out for CONCACAF action because uh, those away games are really interesting, you know?
0: Yes. And, it, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's been a long time since Canada has been involved in that stage of the tournament. So, but anyway, that concludes our show for today. Thank you, Nick. No
1: problem, guys. Ciao, ciao, everybody. Hopefully, we'll got Christian up here. He's probably trying to cash in his uh, Turkey lottery tickets right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's crying. What <laughs> he's do you mean I didn't win corner. five grand?
1: Turkey, they won, right? <laughs>
0: Ukraine, Turkey, North Macedonia. But, anyway,
1: until next time,
0: ciao ragazzi.